Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan, and welcome back for another episode. Uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out my checked out my previous podcast, please do. Uh, last week, uh, we're kind of rehashing some of the stuff from last week because I kind of have updates. So, yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, you might want to check that one out real quick. Maybe go back a little bit and, uh, and, uh, give it a listen. It's not that long. It's like 30 minutes. And, uh, well, I I was going to give you an, uh, my entrepreneur update, um, you know, opening the, the plumbing business slash backflow business. And uh, I ended up doing that on uh, the show that I'm doing with John Svedezi. So check that out at uh, Basement Dads. And I'll give you the overview, but if you really want to get into specifics, go check out that show. So uh, so I'm, I'm planning on leaving uh, the boss. And I wasn't going to tell him because it's probably for not for another three to four months. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't planning on, you know, cluing him in until I was ready to go. Uh, you know, two weeks notice. My business advisor said, give him two weeks notice. That's all he needs. And uh, so basically, all of a sudden, the boss, one of the guys leaves, our full-timers, and the boss says, oh, I'm going to do employee stock option purchase. He's going to change it over to an employee-owned company, which is very good for the people that work there. It's fantastic. I've been asking to own the portions of the business for six years. So, I mean, hey, finally, someone else is going to be able to do it. That's great. I didn't think much of it, but uh, the boss man kept saying, like, oh, this is super expensive to turn it over to an employee stock option purchase. It's 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 really expensive and timely process. So, you know, uh, he, he just kept mentioning it and kept telling me how great it's going to be for me. So I just had enough. Uh, finally, I can't keep a straight face when people are saying stuff, and I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's like me and lying. If you, you ever asked me a question and I said something that wasn't true, you'd probably be like, yeah, he's not telling the truth. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty, uh, I'm yeah, I'm pretty transparent in that way. So, uh, so when he kept saying over and over and over again, like, yeah, hey, this is going to be really expensive and really great for you, you know, I started feeling guilty. So finally, the last time he said it, I was just like, listen, when you got back from vacation, I was pretty much going to ask to go part time. And then probably a month or two down the road from there, I was probably just going to exit the business. Now, this should have surprised him at least a little bit. So he had the inkling that this was happening. That's what that tells me. Because he wasn't that shocked. Then he said, well, this is going to be really good for you. Like, really good for you. 
So he asked me to take a meeting with the person that was arranging this thing. So fast forward, I have this meeting. Well, I shouldn't fast forward too much, but my wife and I saw, talked about it. I'm like, well, how much is he going to offer me? I think I even mentioned on this podcast. I'm like, how much are you going to offer me? That, that would make me change my mind at this point. My head has been like exiting this company for the last year and a half, almost. <laughs> like my head was gone. I'm like, not that I would, didn't do my work and I didn't do it well. I, I still did those things because I am an honorable, moral person. I, uh, you know, I still get stuff done and, you know, I'm, I don't badmouth the business or anything like that. So the, the, so that, so I was like, well, I mean, like what could they offer me that would really, really change my mind? Okay. Now fast forward that. I have the meeting starts. They're going to give me 25% of the company. Eh, I was like, yeah, nah, not interested. Thanks. Anyway, by the end of the conversation, I'm getting 50%. Not that I I didn't ask for an upgrade. I didn't ask for more percentage. I didn't ask for any of this. She was just like, no, no, no. I, you know, I because I flat out told her like, I, I'm no, I'm leaving. I'm exiting the business. So then it turned into fifty percent. So that's kind of a that's kind of more of a well. Let me stop and think about this. So this week we're going to go over some numbers and see what that would look like in my savings account. So. Um, and that's kind of important. I, I can't imagine saying, honestly, I really can't, I don't want to stay, but maybe I'll get some golden handcuffs. I don't know. You don't know what golden handcuffs are. They basically, the company offers you so much money that you feel you can't leave. Right. Basically money benefits, whatever. I was thinking about asking for more cash on top of that, but, but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of when we, I, we inadvertently went over, uh, on basement dad. So check that out. And, uh, I think there was a good show. Uh, John was asking great questions and it turned into, <laughs> he was interviewing me basically. So, oh man, I wish I could kick this darn cold. I still got my like nasally. Bleh. So, um, Sorry about that. I guess you just have to put up with it for another week or so until it's gone. So <laughs> this happened this weekend, and uh, Izzy will choose a parent, right? It's usually o the opposite of whatever parent's dealing with her at that point. But, but even, like, in the morning, right, she comes in our bedroom, and my wife, Jamie, hates this. Like, <laughs> she will... Like she could beeline right to my side and start talking to me, but no, she walks around the bed and goes to her side and wakes my wife up every time. I'm not sad about that. That's, I mean, it's, it's just what, what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, and then Jamie and I will be on the couch together. She'll always go to mom. Um, I don't know, pick whatever scenario that we're together, always going to mom doesn't matter i mean i could be the closest one to her i like sitting at the dinner table she's looking for food she will literally walk over to the couch where my wife is sitting and ask her to get her something to eat no joke so except when i'm taking a shit then i am the most important person 
on God's green earth. I <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't know how many times she has walked by my wife who was sitting on the couch or sitting at the dinner table, walked into the bathroom while I'm taking a dump, and she says, I'm hungry, or I need a snack. Can you slice my apple? Uh, you pick it. <laughs> I'm like, could you ask someone who's not sitting on the toilet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I, any other time? She asked mom. Yeah, I, uh, I was able to see Jim this weekend for all of you who remember him. He used to be on the podcast every now and then. I think he might make a little bit of a return. That would be fantastic. We could get him caught up, uh, on the show and, uh, yeah. And, um, Oh yeah, and the boys. I was talking about the boys this last podcast, which is why I say you go back to the other podcast and listen up. Uh talking about wrestling. And as I said before, Maxwell loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh I like the idea of the boys doing a sport where they could I mean, if nothing else, take care of themselves, you know? Um and this is kind of gonna get them strong and uh you know and teach them a little endurance and i mean the first the first time they went out there they were just like i was sweating within five minutes <laughs> i was like yeah that's what working out is supposed to be like they play football and taekwondo and it's just not that strenuous um so i thought it was really funny that just just to see them warm up with wrestling and they were like oh my god I can't believe how bad this is. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, but Jackson, I have not been able to get back there. My oldest, uh, he had a tough time the first go around, and I can't get him to go back. Uh, and I've never wanted to push him towards a sport. I, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in and and I wrestled in high school a little bit, and like nothing major. And I wasn't serious about sports either, so I'm not. I'm not pushing them towards wrestling because I want them to be better than me or I want to live through them. Like, I have no desire to do that. I'll let, they can play whatever sport they want. I don't care if they play field hockey. Like, that, does, like it doesn't, that doesn't face me. I, um, however, like, I've never felt a need to push them towards a sport, but I feel like Jack quit for the wrong reasons. Uh, and he did have a tough time. Like, he got, he got beat up quite, <laughs> quite a lot. Um, and then I found out this week that one of the girls that kind of, uh, beat him up pretty good. Um, I mean, she, it's not like they get punched in the face. Like you, in wrestling, you get pinned, you know, you get wrapped up like a pretzel, you know, that's, that's what happens, you know? So it's, it's not like you're taking too many lumps, uh, but it is a tough sport, right? It's no joke. Well, the, the girl that wrapped him up, uh, I found out that she was, she qualified for new England's this year. Well, for the, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. You're New England, like you're you're really good in all of New England. You're one of the best wrestlers in New England, and you get to compete to see if you're the number one New Englander. <laughs> like, so, you know, it, it's a big deal, you know, in her age group. So, she's really good. And I told him that. I'm like, you know, 
because I asked him several times, like, hey, you going to come practice? Because we've been to two practices since. And uh, he he's just not interested. Uh, but I think it's, I don't know if you've ever been in a combat sport, a combat situation. It's humiliating to get wrapped up. I try to prepare them for it. I mean, I guess when it happened, I shouldn't have laughed and pointed. You know, that was probably a bad idea. I did not do that. Okay, come on. Come on. Have a little faith in me. Um, but, yeah, I... I it's humiliating. It's tough. That's a th- tough thing to bounce back from. But I was trying to make it a teaching moment. I was trying to tell him, like, hey, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You need to get back on this horse. Uh, and I think he'd just, he'd just rather ignore it. And I, I, I probably was this. I, w- I know I was this way when I was his age. You just avoid pain, right? Avoid pain at all costs. And I just don't want him to get that comfortable. Uh, I don't want him to just a little bit of discomfort, and you know, you quit. That's a bad way to go through life. <laughs> so I, tr- I try to really just encourage him to just come on now, just a little bit. And so finally, they're they're having a beginners um, like skills session. So I, uh, you know, after I told him that the girl that beat him was beat him up was an all you know, a New Englander, like she's like a good wrestler and that you know you shouldn't base your whole experience on that one little experience i said i think you should just i said just a favor to me try it one more time um i feel like i'm being way pushy to him but i'm also i feel like it's reasonable to not want him to quit off of that one experience um because he gets home and he wants to wrestle with his brother like i you know he and maybe he'll he'll only want to do it for fun you don't have to compete you know but uh, and maybe he won't want to do it at all i just uh yeah i just i hate for him to quit after that i mean it is humiliating it is tough but i want him to recover from that i want him to understand how it is to collect yourself and just be like hey you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try this again i'm gonna try it again and um and then uh yeah maybe after that maybe (laughs) say that's enough that's enough so hopefully he does it i will keep you updated um and let me know you are you in the same boat were you in the same boat hit me up brendan at dadsww.com i want to hear about it uh last but not least oh tonight was painful oh my god so we go to the ymca for a lot of our activities um this go around uh maxwell wanted to do archery so Jackson had done archery before COVID. Like like his first class, he he did archery and then the next day they shut the Y down for you know COVID-19 like no no they they were done. So, that was like, you know, 2 or 3 years ago. So, they finally there's they're, they're uh, resuming most most of the classes. So, archery finally came up. Maxwell wanted to try archery. So, same instructor as before and then i had completely forgot and then i got there and i start seeing him interacting with the kids and then i remembered he doesn't know anything about archery (laughs) (laughs) like not like like barely anything i mean shoot at the target and not anybody else i think that's about where he know like he know, i mean he has to know something the kid claims to have a couple bows like i really i i'm i don't want to harp on him too bad but he's just an awful instructor um and 
like, like last week was just painful. Like I was sitting there watching him. Um, my son's stance was horrific. Uh, he wasn't pulling the, the string all the way back. He was loosening up on his left arm. I'm like, these are all things that like easily correctable if you just pay attention. And then there's some other little shit in the class who won't shut the, f shut up. It, like just constantly talking and being a smart mouth. Uh, I mean, at finally, like halfway through the class, his mom told him to quiet down. But like, I mean, that lasted two seconds. And then, he, so, I mean, the kids aren't shooting at all. And the instructor keeps engaging with the kid. So the kid keeps blah, 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 you know, oh my God. And so, uh, so this week there was a new kid in class. Now she was an older, uh, an older kid, you know, um, so she's a little tall and, uh, she was ready to go and uh, she stepped up to the firing line and it became plainly clear that she had never shot a bow before. Like I could tell within two seconds, she looked at him like she was like, I don't know what to do here. So why don't you guess what he said? Did do you think he gave her like a safety explanation? Do you think he told her how to stand? Do you think he maybe gave her an example by showing her how to do it? No, no, he did not. <laughs> not. Literally, only thing he told her was to, hey, look at the tip of the arrow, and that's where your arrow's going to go, which is not always the case. Especially if you don't know what you're doing out of stand. But you know what? So this girl is standing flat footed, toes pointed at the target, and she's trying to, to pull the bowstring to her center. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, uh, take your broomstick and just, like, put it right in front of your forehead and then pretend like you're trying to pull a string back straight. It was, it blew my mind. And this kid wasn't saying a word to her. Um, you know, end of class comes. She actually hit the target quite a few times, so she got lucky. Um, but she has good hand-eye coordination. Basically, that's what that's telling me, right? She's, she's doing well in spite of, not because of, right? So her dad comes in. And I said, hey, is this her first time? Yeah, it's her first time. She's never shot a bow before. I'm like, all right. So listen, next time, just tell her this is what her stance should look like. You know, and I started started explaining like basic archery to this person because the, the quote unquote coach was not doing any of this. I don't know how old he is, 22, 23. Uh, you know, I, I feel like if you're going to be having, you know, a class full of children, like, Basic archery skills is what you should be practicing. So, none of that. No. <laughs> and I finally, I came home tonight. And I'm like, I don't think I can just, I don't think I can sit there and watch this. And that little mouthy bastard was there. Uh, and, oh, God, just as bad as last week. Maybe a little bit less bad, but just as bad as last week. Just won't shut up. And the instructor just laughs and keeps talking to him. And I'm like, you know, you'd probably get like a half hour more shooting in if you if he like just stopped talking and just let you know let it go. But yeah, it's 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 horrific. I finally told my wife tonight. I'm like, I I don't think I'm gonna be able to sit in the gym and watch. I think I'm just gonna have to go somewhere else. Um, I want to see my son do well. I want to see him uh, shoot. And but like at this rate, we can just do this at home. I don't need to pay the YMCA or our our scholarship money. He doesn't need to pay the YMCA. So he can hear that blabbermouth and not get any help, <laughs> you know, like he, to shoot better. Um, I, we, we had to bring our, 
our bows there because the bows that they were pro- providing were awful. I mean, they must have been like a, it must have been a, like a 20 pound draw. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Oh my God. All right. I want to hear your, your sports horror stories. There's got to be some, got to be some. Um, don't forget to check out Basement Dads, that entrepreneur story. I went way more in depth, um, told a bunch of stories about my work, about how my boss actually accused me of making a doctor's appointment on a big job on the day that a big job was happening. And when I finally told him uh, the truth, well, go listen to Bell's Basement Dads and uh, listen to that story. It's hilarious. You'll ne- You'll be like, this boss is crazy crazy uh and i want to hear your sports stories brendan at dads ww.com you can't stand me can't stand this episode hate mail at dads ww.com hey i want to thank you for everyone that's keeping on keep on listening uh I'm getting more and more listeners every day so this has been fantastic thank you to all um please keep sharing the episodes and uh let me know what you think give me some feedback uh if you want someone on the show you think i should talk to hook me up let me know All right, folks, thanks for listening. Later. Dads Worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you.